Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. Located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at Wide Teams. This is episode 94. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm, and joining me today is Kevin Lamping. Kevin, thanks for uh, sharing some of your time. If you would, uh, just introduce yourself real, real, real quick. Hi. Uh, yeah, it's great to be here. So, as you said, Kevin Lamping, I'm a front-end web developer. I currently live in San Antonio, Texas, with my son and wife. Um, right now, I'm, I'm in between jobs. I'm going to start a, a new job on the 12th, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, um, Kevin, I understand you have uh, some history with remote work. Um, it's been sort of a, a process of moving into remote work for you, right? Yep. Yep. So, you know, as a as a software developer, being in the office isn't isn't a necessary thing. You're not seeing a lot of customers a lot of the time. So, um, it's always been kind of flexible. I've always done kind of remote work here and there. If I have to be home for a package delivery or something, where I'm Kind of sick, but not too sick to work, but I don't want to go into the office, that sort of thing. Um, but last December, um, I decided to start trying out remote work on a, not a full-time basis, but more of a regular basis. Um, and uh, so that was around two to three days a week, just depending on how many meetings I had scheduled. And yeah, I kind of went from there. And and how did that work out for you? Well, I, I really enjoyed the, I really enjoyed working remotely. Uh, my biggest push to start working remotely was just due to all the distractions in the office. So um, I was part of an inter- infrastructure team where I would get a lot of people stopping by and, and asking questions. And, um, you know, I'm happy to answer those questions, but it, it really was interrupting my ability to focus, especially with long periods of time. You know, a lot of times when you're doing software development, you want to get a good two hour, three hour chunk of just focused, pure time. And if that gets broken up every 30 minutes, every hour, then you're never able to really get that deep focus that you need to solve really difficult problems. And so when I um, switched over to working remotely, I was able to kind of go off the radar. Um, I, you know, I turn off my email, um, just completely turn it off because having it open would be just enough to distract me. Um, I'd also turn off I am. Now, I wouldn't leave it off the entire day. I'd, I, you know, you have to have that balance of always being available so that people right. know that you're working. But it also helps so much to, in my mind, just to know that I'm going to have two or three hours or four hours of, of pure time when I can really get into the flow of coding. So, um, sure. yeah, yeah. And I did that for a few months. Uh, I decided to make, take it to the next level and try full time remote. And that, that was great. You know, it was, it was just a decision that, you know, why do I need to go into the office? The only reason to go in the office is to get distracted or to uh, go to a specific meeting. So if I don't have a really important meeting that I need to be face to face on, I might as well just stay home. You know, you avoid traffic. You have I, I made some several upgrades to my office. I've got a standing desk, which I love. I got a nice chair. I can have music on in the background. That's not headphones mm-hmm. because and were, were some of those were like the standing desk. And the, I mean, mm-hmm. were they just like not available in your workplace? Uh, they were available, but you'd have to have a physician's note. So oh, wow. you'd have to have back pain or something. Yeah. And so I, you know, I decided at home, 
I just buy my own because I've always been interested in it, and it's nice when I'm not working. Um, if I'm going to be playing a game on my computer or something, at least I'm standing when I'm playing. Right. That sort of thing. Um, yeah. And then the same with the chairs. You'd have to have a physician's note to get an ergonomic chair. Right. Wow. Wow. Okay. And I, I'm sorry. I interrupted you were talking about, <laughs> uh, like background music. Yeah. So, uh, you know, having music not around your, not around your ears, not like directly around you, like, like I had to have at the office, it's a little bit more relaxing, um, more casual. And, um, I really like that. You can ha- have it real low. So it's not kind of interrupting you, but it's enough to, um, enough to give you a nice background music. Uh, so yeah, all, all, you know, all those things about working remotely, I, I really enjoyed. And, um, you know, when I was at the office talking about background music, I did have to get a pair of noise canceling headphones just because it was too noisy. And, you know, it, it was an open air office. So we'd have cubicles, but low walls on the cubicles. And I also had the issue of distraction whenever anybody would walk kind of to my side, not, not to my desk necessarily. You know, they'd be walking to their desk or something. Um, there's a lot of, visual traffic going on that would again interrupt that focus for me mm-hmm. um, so yeah, i did that for several months and then in june um i was kind of told that i'd no longer be able to do work from home full time hmm. um, i had to go back to two days uh two days working from home and that was kind of a shock to me you know i thought i had been making some progress i had really been focused on trying to make sure that i'm 100 percent available um, even if i do go offline I make sure that it's not during an important time. I make sure that I check um, when I do come back online. I, I check and I, I have that kind of time of, of availability. And I always had my phone available. But no, there was some feedback around specifically mentorship of new uh, newer employees. Uh, so as a senior developer, one of my roles is to help newer employees kind of grow in their career. And there was some concern that when you're working remotely, you're not quite able to do that. You don't have that that uh, face-to-face time. So one change I made was since I am uh, since I am in San Antonio and that's where the main office is located, I would go to lunch with them. Um, since we're all in the same city, mm-hmm. you know, every two weeks or so, just go to lunch, have a chat with them, uh, that sort of thing, just to to get that face-to-face time. Obviously, obviously, face-to-face time is important no matter what, and uh, that that helped. But uh, overall, it was I don't know, it was kind of a a tough battle. <laughs> a tough right. battle to fight, yeah. I mean, do you feel like it was it was more, you know, people had an actual issue with it or more just like corporate complacency? It's kind of both. Um, I think some people were really on board with it and really supported it. Uh, one of my teammates, he actually had to move out to Utah due to allergies. Uh, if you don't know, San Antonio and kind of the hill country, it's, it's a lot of allergies here. Hmm. Um, so his son had bad allergies and uh, he had to go out to Utah for that. And well, he he was able to stay at the company, which was really great because he's a, a great developer. So mm-hmm. I was able to kind of work with him to try and get some support there. But yeah, you know, talking about the the corporate policy and everything, that that was a big issue. Um, one of the things you know that I, I've read again and again with remote working is using chat software, using something like HipChat or what's the other one, Campfire mm-hmm. or even IRC. Well. Um, Due to corporate policy, we couldn't get the, that software in-house. Okay. And that made it really difficult to have that informal conversation. You know, there's um, there's different levels of conversation out there. You've got super informal, like a um, face-to-face interaction. And you're not going to have that face-to-face interaction when you're working remotely. So you want to do that over a chat room. Mm-hmm. Um, you can just throw stuff out there, 
you know, chat and kind of have that um, camaraderie. Right. And then you get more formal like email or uh, something like that. But without without that chat, I think people kind of for you know they didn't have that that informal connection with me, and right. I think that really affected perception. Mm-hmm. So it felt like I mean you were you were there ready and willing to help, but they felt like you weren't. Yeah, yeah, you know half uh, half the battle is you know you have to be good as a remote employee. You have to be you have to be structured and everything, but the other people you have to have uh, coworkers who are comfortable reaching out, are, um, know how to use the different software because, uh, they're, you know, they were used to getting up, walking over to my desk, talking with me, that sort of thing. Now they have to send an IM or make a phone call and that little bit of extra effort kind of got in the way sometimes. Right. Yeah. So, um, one thing and another, it's, it sounds like you eventually decided to part ways. Yeah. Um, you know, there, they're they're slowly moving that direction, but uh, it was it was going to be an uphill battle. And um, you know, while I while I enjoyed spending my time kind of pushing the company culture to move forward, uh, that's not there was just too many too many things in the way at the time, um, and no guarantee that it wouldn't be ended all of a sudden due to someone else outside of our area kind of saying, okay, we're going to halt this whole thing altogether. Um, so uh, the the place I'm going to. Uh, next should be a lot more open, and I think their their company culture is going to be a lot more um, flexible to have. Hey, if this works for your team, go for it. Right. Yeah. So that was a conversation you had with the with the employer that you're moving to. Yes. Yeah. We talked about remote working. Um, going to start off full time in the office for a couple months, um, just to get to know people. And um, I think there are some situations where you can start full time remote. But in this instance, um, it's not really a remote culture yet. Okay. So uh, another so another that, battle for you. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I think it should be a lot more flexible. So I'm hoping hoping to make more progress this time. Uh huh. Yeah. They sound pretty open to it. Yeah, I think so. Cool. You know, one of the advantages of working remotely is is being able to set up your kind of ideal work environment. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of things make up that ideal environment for you, more specifically? Sure. Um. So the standing desk, like I mentioned, that's that's really key to me. Sometimes my legs are just restless and I just mm-hmm. want to stand. What kind did you get? Or what? I got or, a or build? geek desk. Yeah, okay. I got a geek desk. Um, so the, the adjustable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, adjustable. Um, and that's great because uh, around two or three, my legs kind of get tired of standing, and I I lower it down and right. um, sit for the rest of the day. What do you uh, stand on? Just like bare floor? Or I I've got carpet in my office mm-hmm. and uh, it. It kind of bothered me, so I got a uh, a mat, one of those padded mats, right. but it wasn't padded enough, so I actually had some styrofoam left over from the desk itself, and I've got the mat on top of the styrofoam on top of the floor, so that, <laughs> that's that got just enough padding to where... Um, and then it, bare feet on that, or what? Yeah, yeah, okay. I like the bare feet. <laughs> nice. Nice. So yeah, that, that, that was oh. definitely something that I, I had issues with when I was, when I was doing standing desk, was I, I never had enough padding under my feet. Yeah, yeah, you really got to add it to the. It makes it a little trouble when I when I want to get the the chair when I want to sit. I've got to right. move everything all over, but yeah, it's it's worth it. Yeah. The other nice thing about the standing desk is I've actually got my uh, I've got a stationary bike. I took off the front of the bike and I can move the stationary bike kind of below the desk. And then uh, if I want to watch a video or something, I can use the stationary bike while watching the video, so I can get a little bit of exercise in while I'm doing something. 
not too mentally inten- intensive, um, especially not too like I'm having a type while I'm doing that. Or if I have a meeting, um, I sometimes will uh, use the bike while I'm in a meeting because, mm. um, you know, it's nice. You just it's not like you're you're pedaling hard, but uh, it gets a little bit of exercise, a little bit of blood flowing throughout the day. Right. What kind of chair did you get? I went through a couple of chairs, actually. Um, I ended up with the Aeron chair, but I had looked at the... Um, there was another Herman Miller chair. I can't remember. Uh, Mira or something? Or? Not the Mira. This is the kind of the high, high quality one that they have. I don't I don't know their, their whole line. Yeah. And uh, I had tried that out. It just wasn't quite perfect. And for the price I paid, I really wanted it to be perfect. Sure. Um, there was another one that I tried out, which was, it was nice. It, it just, it was a little too hot. Um, living in Texas, it gets kind of hot up in my office. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't figured that one out yet. I, you know, I don't want to put in like an AC unit, but, um, I have a two story house, so it's obviously hotter upstairs with the, where the office is. Um, so, uh, I ended up with Aeron chair because it's got a nice breathable back. Uh, it's reasonably priced for a nice ergonomic chair. Um, and it's going to last for a long time. Nice. So, yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, the other parts about the office, I have to have a, I, I put a lock on my office door because mm-hmm. my son would, he, anytime I was home, he would come in and want to play and stuff and, mm-hmm. um, had to put that lock on there because, you know, that's, I don't want to keep going back and forth and having to like shuffle him out of the room every time he comes in. So right. having that lock is really nice. Um, it also means that I can, again, get that focus time of, you know, two or three hours, I, I lock the door and I know in my mind mentally that I've got that time. Mm-hmm. Um, also put a, a big, like, two-gallon water jug so that I fill up my cup with ice in the morning and I've got that water throughout the day. Oh, that's I don't smart. have to go downstairs. Yeah, I, yeah. And, you I know, should do I, that. <laughs> yeah, it seems like every time I go downstairs, my son, you know, it's it's that battle all over again. If right. he sees me, he thinks I'm home, he thinks I can play when really... um you know, I, I need to just do a quick one minute break or two minute break to go get something. So sure. Yeah. The most I can minimize that, the better. Yeah. I've got whiteboard. always have to have that. And then, um, I would like to have my monitors really high. So I've got a bunch of books stacked up to lift everything up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's the majority of, of how my workspace is set up. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it sounds like you've put a, a lot of effort into it and, and, uh, it does seem, you know, it, it seems, you know, some, I guess some, you know, some people are comfortable wherever, working wherever, but, um, but definitely one of the benefits of working remotely is that, uh, you know, if you have a particular way that you like to work, um, it really does give you the opportunity to set that up. Yeah, that's definitely the, the personal, personalization I, I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, Kevin, uh, unless, unless you can think of any other, um, you know, useful, uh, tips that you came across. Um, I'm going to draw this to a close. Yeah. I think the one thing I talk about, um, is, you know, I, I talked about having too many distractions in the office. The one, the flip side of that is, uh, not, um, too much empty time. You know, you look at your schedule and you've got six hours of empty time. I kind of have a get overwhelmed by that. And so that's, you know, you look at that and you're like, Oh my gosh. What am I going to do? And you're, you're kind of afraid of, of wasting that, that six hours or however much time. So the biggest thing I found was, um, just to get going this, uh, Pomodoro technique. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that, but it's basically you work for 25 minutes and then take a five minute break and then you work for 25 minutes and take a five minute break. So it really helped to kind of chunk it up and get 
kind of bite-sized tasks. And, you know, once, once you get kind of going, you, you can kind of break away from it and be a little bit more informal with it. But I think that would be one of the biggest things that I've, I've learned about kind of the flip side of, of no interruptions is how do you take advantage of that full time? Right. Yeah. Good point. And I have had, I've talked to a number of people on the show that, that have uh, found some success with the Pomodoro technique. Yeah. So, certainly seems to be effective. Well, Kevin, I, I hope that you have, um, you know, better luck moving forward <laughs> with your, uh, you know, with the whole corporate culture and remote work. I think it's, it's definitely the, you know, it's, it's the, the wave of the future. Uh, I think it's, it's here to stay and, uh, you know, more of these shops need to get on board with it. Yeah, definitely agree with that. You know, there's just so much more flexibility when you can hire anybody across, you know, anywhere they're located, you can hire them and, uh, makes, makes working a lot easier. Yeah. Kevin, if people, uh, are, want to find you online, where can they find you? Uh, Twitter will probably be best. That's K Lamping, um, at K Lamping on Twitter. Uh, otherwise I have a personal website, kevinlamping.com. Cool. Well, thank you so much for your time. Great. Thanks. And that is our show for today. Hope you've enjoyed it. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. Go to yteams.com. You can also find the show in the iTunes Music Store. The Y-Teams podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 license. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next week, this is Avdi Grimm, signing off. Why, 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 why